Welcome to Family Business with Pradeep Sangha. I'm your host, and I'm also a family business owner and a family enterprise advisor. And this show is for anybody who is in a family business or a professional who works with family businesses and helps them succeed. So stay tuned and join us on this journey. Welcome to Family Business with Pradeep Sangha. This is the very first episode, and I thought it would be worthwhile to explain why this podcast exists and who this podcast is for, as well as a little bit about me, the host, and my background. So this podcast is for family business owners. If you own a family business, if you are a shareholder in a family business, if you are part of a family that is in family business, or if you are part of the management team within family business, this show is for you. As well as if you are a professional, whether you are an advisor of some sort, maybe you're a wealth advisor, maybe you're a legal advisor, insurance advisor, business advisor, whatever type of advising you do, if you work with family businesses and family business owners, this show is for you as well. And this show is very, very important. Uh, Why is it so important? It's important because family business is truly the backbone of both the Canadian economy and the U.S. economy. So I am Canadian. We do a lot of work in the U.S. as well. I have a lot of strong partnerships with U.S. organizations and family businesses, and I travel down there quite a bit. And in Canada, two-thirds of the private enterprises are family-owned. In the U.S., it's actually a little bit higher. The exact number is not known, but some of the stats or some of the research shows that it's closer to 90%, which is an astonishing number. And in terms of what family businesses do for the economy, it's absolutely phenomenal because not only do they produce a significant amount of GDP, they also create a huge number of jobs. They also employ a huge number of people. So this both the Canadian economy and the U.S. economy, and I'm just going to talk in general because the economies within Canada and U.S. are neighboring. They're not exactly the same, but they're very similar. So I'm just going to bring it into together as one. The economy, just to sum it up, is very dependent. And the support that family businesses need is significant as well. And I don't want to offend anybody because I grew up in family business. I also own family business. And part of our advisory business is family-owned as well. And I can say that a lot of family business owners are not utilizing the resources and the knowledge and the expertise that's actually out there to help them grow, scale, do it effectively so that their businesses are not only effective, they're competitively placed, they have a huge competitive advantage, but also so that your family is actually better off. So your family is happier. Your family actually stays together because one of the things that we do know is that when you add on the complexity of family to business, it adds a whole different ballgame. There's a lot of advantages of being in a family business, but there are all a lot of disadvantages as well. And this podcast is very much about being raw and real. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, because if you cannot talk about all of those challenges that are truly present within a family business and the family unit, then you can't get past those challenges. They sit under the radar or they're just sweeped under the carpet with families because a lot of families don't want to deal with the conflict and don't deal with it effectively. And what ends up happening is not only does the family fall apart, the business falls apart and relationships fall apart. And that's, from my perspective, the most important thing. It's great to be successful in family business, but it's also great or even better 
to be part of a successful family business and a successful family. And that's ultimately what this show is about. So we're going to be talking about topics from business to wealth. You know, how do you take your wealth to a completely different level? Because most family businesses have their wealth in their business or real estate. But how do you diversify that as well? We're going to talk about family dynamics and how to deal with some of those situations or just improve your family in general. And also personal growth, because it all starts with you. It starts with you as an individual. If you have better skills, knowledge, expertise in terms of dealing with family business, well, it's a win-win situation because you are growing your relationships with your family members are going to grow and the business is going to grow as well. And so there's going to be a lot of stuff that we cover here. We're going to bring on a lot of great experts. We're going to have a lot of great, you can say real practical examples and stories. So you can see that it may not just be you that's challenged with that particular problem that you have. Typically in family business, if you have that problem, there's hundreds of thousands of other families or family businesses that have had that same problem. So the term that we use is what is personal is also general, meaning that what you think is personal to you is actually general because a lot of other people are facing that challenge as well. So to give you a little bit of background in terms of who I am and why I do this, again, my name is Pradeep Sangha. I am an entrepreneur. I'm an advisor. I advise business owners and CEOs around the world. I do a lot of work with men's leadership as well. I'm also a family enterprise advisor and a certified exit planning advisor. And one of the businesses that I have is focused specifically on helping other entrepreneurs and executive leaders. And we have a specialty in family business. We have a specialty in high performance. We have a specialty in business growth and scaling. And ultimately, my mission is to help people be successful, not only in their business, but also in their personal lives as well. I'm also an author, TV show co-host, and I focus a lot in terms of trying to give back to the community to help other people because I know that when I help other people, it eventually helps me because a stronger family across the nation or nations, stronger economy ultimately benefits me and my family. And so I'm also a husband. I'm a father of two young kids as well. And I have a brother who's also part of the family business. And I grew up in family business, as I mentioned before. I started off, and my family started off because they were immigrants. They came here and started working for a family in the agricultural sector. And essentially, it was on an orchard. And this family, which most agricultural businesses are, is, was family-owned, became quite close with them, and they were close family friends after some time. But I grew up working there. I started my first job, official job, on the payroll at nine years old. I started working a lot when I was a lot younger. I believe it was like six years old, cherry picking. And I, I grew up seeing this environment of a family owning a business and the dynamics that came along with it, with the siblings, with the parents, with the grandchildren, and how it worked and how it didn't work. And it was very interesting for me. And I would say I benefited from that. And I feel very blessed to have grown up the way I did because a lot of my family also worked on this orchard for this family as well because they immigrated from India and they didn't know, they didn't have any technical skills and really didn't understand English. So a lot of our family, my aunts, my uncles, my parents, my cousins worked on this family orchard. And it's pretty cool because every day that I would work in the summer and on my weekends, I'd go hang out with family. Essentially, I'd be working, but I'd be going and hanging out with family. But I was always fascinated 
at a very young age in terms of what makes family businesses a success. And eventually my family bought their own orchard and we had our own family business. And I noticed that our family business was doing significantly better than other family businesses. And I always tried to figure out why that was. What was different? They're in the exact same industry. My parents actually had less resources than a lot of these other families. And what made them different? Was it just sheer work ethic? Was it their ability to use systems? Was it how they treated their people? And I started to study business at a very young age. I started to study family business at a very young age. And I can say that my parents did fairly well compared to other families because they had put certain things in place. They had certain belief systems, for example, paying for good quality work and not cheaping out on finding the right people. Um, treating people as if they were part of the business family and not just like employees. And so there are different concepts that I took to heart. And I actually took that into the corporate world when I eventually got into the corporate world and excelled there as well. And I spent a number of years, 14 years in the corporate world, because my parents basically said, we came to this country for you to get educated and your brother to get educated. We want you to do something different. And so that was my path. Got into the corporate world. And eventually exited when I was an executive. I was in the executive world, you can say, for a number of years and was successful. And I had all the accolades and was known in the national community for the work that I did. I I grew up in the banking sector, in the corporate world. And my heart wasn't in it anymore. I just was kind of tired of it. I was just not aligning with the values in the corporate world. And I said, I need to help more people. Rather than helping one organization, I want to help many. Because I had developed a number of skills to be able to help businesses be successful. I'd led to every major division within organization from marketing to sales to operations. So my goal is to be a CEO of a major corporation in Canada or the US. And I was well on my way. And when the time came to make that decision, I decided to start my own company specifically focused on helping other businesses, business owners, entrepreneurs, executive members to not only improve their businesses, but also their personal lives. And here's why. I grew up obviously in an interesting family, having an Indian background and heritage. And when my parents immigrated over, basically they sacrificed their entire life, like most immigrants do, for their family, my brother and I, and the business. And as a result, one of the things that I saw, which was a big challenge in our family, was my dad. He struggled with alcoholism. When he was sober, he was a great dad. I could totally count on him for anything I needed. But when he drank too much, he became a completely different person. And I saw a lot of that. And it was actually very scary because he was a physically a big man as well, very strong. And sometimes when he drank too much, it would be like a bomb went off if he wasn't in a good mood. And so I t- started to study psychology at a very young age because I wanted to understand what made people tick, specifically my dad. What made him tick? What made him drink to the point where he became a completely different person? And so I developed that skill over the years. I was also a personal trainer at the age of 17. And I realized at that time I could give someone the exact plan that they needed to get fit or have a better lifestyle or better health or put on extra muscle, be more athletic. But that didn't mean that they would do it. 80% of the people actually didn't do it. And I 
tried to figure out why, and it came back to what is the psychology behind why people do what they do and why they don't? What is the psychology behind how some people are extremely high performers and some people are low performers? So for the past 25 years, I've been studying neuroscience and sports psychology and performance psychology, and we've done a lot of research. Actually, I'm an academic at heart as well, and I've gone to a number of different business schools, and we actually built a research team around this whole concept of high performance in the workplace and how a person, an individual, could be the highest performing individual and reach their highest potential in work, but also in their personal lives. So that is my mission. My mission is to help businesses be successful. I help them from a strategic standpoint, putting together their strategic plan, from their marketing strategy to their operational strategy, their people strategy, bringing it all together, helping them on the journey to excel in their business, but also help them excel as individuals, And so they have better skills as a CEO or an executive leader or business owner, but then also help them with the family dynamics. And so that's where the interesting part comes in because we help families structure their families more effectively when it comes to how they work as a unit, as well as how they deal with their family and the ownership structure. And so it's very fulfilling for me. And this podcast means a lot to me and I hopefully it will bring you value. That's ultimately why we are doing this is because we want to be able to give you the knowledge, skills, expertise, and the value that you need to have a successful business and a successful personal life as well. And that's ultimately it. So we will be bringing on experts from both Canada and the US. We're going to be talking with family business owners from Canada and the US, very successful ones. We're going to talk about ones of startups all the way up to family empires. And that's something else as well, because there's a evolution that happens in family business. It's a startup. It's something that maybe one person started or parents started, and then it gets passed on to the next generation. But eventually, if you do it smart, you can turn that family business into a family empire. And that's what I want to show you how to do. Because once you are at that family empire level, and I do not mean just money. I actually mean having the proper systems in place. So not only is your business thriving, but your wealth is thriving and expanding outside of the business as well. Your family dynamics, so your family unity is there. You have family legacy, you have family prosperity, you have family happiness and joy. And there's always going to be dysfunction in a family. So I'm not going to pretend like this is all unicorns and and skies blue and but you're going to learn how to deal with those dynamics more effectively. And ultimately, it comes down to you as an individual Whatever position you're in, whether you're a business owner or you're an advisor or just part of the family that's within a family business, you're going to learn how to deal with things more effectively. So you ultimately have better skills. You ultimately have more happiness and ultimately more fulfillment. So I hope you enjoy this show. I hope you tune into every episode and I hope you subscribe, like, And share this with your network because that's going to mean a lot to us. That's going to mean a lot to the other family members out there, the family business owners out there. I hope this comes across and hits home because there are so many family members out there, so many family business owners out there that need the help. And sometimes they just don't know where to go to get it. And so if we can share this with a community and get this knowledge out there, more people will be helped. More people will be able to overcome their challenges. And ultimately, we're going to have thriving family businesses with thriving families. And that's ultimately what every entrepreneur wants. So tune in, enjoy, and I'll see you in the next episode. 
Thank you for tuning in to Family Business with Pradeep Sangha. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, like, and share this episode with your network. 